Welcome to the first ever Dope Monkey Podcast. I am your host, Childish Bambino. Um, this has been three months in the procrastination making. Uh, I've been wanting to do this for a long time. Uh, I feel like I'm not wise. I'm not articulate. I'm not that smart, but I do have things to say. And as we all have opinions, I feel like we need to get things out. And this is such a great platform and a great way to share my thoughts to you. And really for what I really wanted to do it for was to share my thoughts to the next generation, to my kids and and my grandkids so that they can hear and say that, hey, granddad wasn't lame. You know, he was actually cool and was about something. So thank you for listening to the Dope Monkey Podcast, and I'm going to be doing a lot more of these in the future, and it's just going to be random stuff throughout the week or, or throughout the, the month about just things that I see in the news or, you know, getting in some friends or some other hosts to talk about random issues and social, political, or just kicking it live, just talking, just jonesing about whatever, whatever comes to mind. Um, I wanted to start off this podcast, this first one, with a, a very sensitive subject. And I wanted to talk about the Botum Jean case and Amber Geyer and um, just the ramifications of that. And I think we've all seen it. But if you haven't, um, Botum Jean was a young African-American male that was just sitting in his house, eating cereal, watching TV after a long day's work, came home and just chilling like any other person would do. You know, you're in the comfort of your home and you're away from the, the rigors and the the trials of life, right? And this is your one chance to kind of relax and be you, be yourself without having to worry about others seeing, without having to worry about the world judging you, your bosses, your friends, your coworkers, peers, people randomly on the street, strangers just looking at you and just automatically assuming who you are. This is you just being in your home, just being yourself. And then Amber Geyer, a cop, um, I'm not too sure how long she was a cop, comes home from a long days of work and she has her, her service weapon on her. And, you know, she walks in, unfortunately, walks into the wrong apartment and she said she gave a warning. But whatever happened, she gave a warning. And as Bodum Jean, as anybody would do, somebody's walking into your house unannounced. You get up and like, hey, what's going on? And in that split second, she shot him, shot him dead. And this is just another case of, I don't want to go down the road of saying white cop shooting black male or white police officers shooting black unarmed. Just another lack of respect for life. Because that's what it is. It's just a lack of respect for life. You know, when when you get a job, you have training. I remember when I first got my first job, I was 14, and I started working at McDonald's, right? And I'm thinking, all right, well, cool. I'm just going to go flip some burgers. And I'm just going to throw some fries in the fryer, and I'll be good. I'll make this $140 every two weeks. I'm buy my Jordans. I'm straight. Nah, there was a week, a week of training of how how to flip the burgers, how to make the burgers, how to put the bread through the the warmer, how to like set the oil for the fries, how to set the fries in the oiler so that you don't burn yourself. 
I think if you worked at McDonald's or any type of fast food chain, you pretty much burned yourself touching the fries. It's inevitable you're going to burn yourself messing with fucking fries. You're going to burn yourself, right? But there was a process. There was a learning curve. There was trials, as much as, as stupid as that sound, there were trials working, and you, and you learn the job to the point where you become efficient at it, and you're able to slide the fries in the fryer without having the oil splash up and destroying your arms. So you're learning how to wrap the burgers fast so that you cut the lines down. I would, just, I would assume it's the same way with being a cop, right? You go through six months of training, of running, and, and agility training, and weapon training, and learning how to de-escalate situations, learning how to talk to the public, learning how to um, be a civil servant, because that's what you are. You're a civil servant, right? All of that training goes out the window in these short, random spurts of action. Right, she walks into the house, and before trying to even identify or see what the situation is, she just shoots. And we see it time and time again. Cops come in with their guns drawn, ready to shoot. And it's not just black people, it's not just brown, Hispanic, Latino people, it's just people in general, because we're all human beings. Right? And it's not it's not a cry against cops, it's a cry against untrained cops because that's what it is you know human beings are prone to error but why do you want a human being that's super prone to error that also has a gun with a license to kill why do you want that i feel like i'm going on a tangent let, let me kind of die like regress back to to my main point but we we see the trial happen and I, i'll be honest with you i didn't think I didn't think it was going to happen. I didn't think that I I thought this was going to be an open close, you know, case in in the form of a um they were going to settle it out of court. I didn't think that she was going to get any jail time. I think the rhetoric is there. I think the circumstances and what we've seen in the past was going to be there. I think that, you know, we've seen a lot of cases where cops get off on stuff like this. You know, I remember I remember a couple years back there was a there was a couple cops that sodomized and 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 um molested a his a Haitian male in New York with a with a plunger with a broomstick right and those cops were able to stay on force for years until I can't, I think the guy's name was Abdullah or um, um I think it was Abdullah until he brought them to trial, and then they got persecuted. Then they got uh, charged. But they were able to continue working. Even when the allegations came out, they were able to continue working until the day of the trial, until they got charged. And that was such a long process. And we've seen it time and time again where cops would just say, hey, I feel threatened. Or I felt threatened. Right? I have a gun. I thought they have a gun. I thought they had a weapon. I feel threatened. My life was in danger. Right? Yes, that seems like protocol, you know, if something happens, if something wrong happens, hey, just say that you feel threatened and that that justifies the action. That's not I mean, I'm uh, I've never. I don't think I can go into my job. And and do my job poorly. And say, well. I didn't have a good night of rest. Maybe that might work once. But I guarantee if I do that multiple times, I come into, come into my job and say, hey, man, 
I'm just gonna fuck off today and and just do whatever and just put out a poor pro- a poor product. And my excuse is gonna be I didn't have good sleep last night. Man, I'm gonna get paperwork. I'm probably gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna get paperwork. I'm probably gonna get kicked out of the military. I, I'm I'm it's gonna happen because that can't always be the case. At some point, at some point, there's gonna be accountability that has to take action. Or somebody is going to have to kind of hold somebody accountable for their actions, right? Because you have a job, you're a civil servant, you have a job to uphold. And you're serving the people, right? You can't make mistakes. And while I understand the human error factor falls into this, and everybody, nobody is perfect. And I'm not expecting our cops to be perfect. But I'm asking you to be more cautious with, with how you handle and and. Take on, and take on your day to day duties, because it's more than it's more than just for me. If I if I fuck up at the most, you know, a patient's vitals. I mean that's pretty bad, but you know, a patient's vitals doesn't get charted. But with you, with a cop, you uh, somebody gets wrongfully arrested, and that goes on their criminal record, or. Somebody gets murdered and, and then, you know, their mother, brother, father, sister no longer sees them. And that's kind of the case here, right? Because Botum Jean had a brother. He had a mother. He had a father. He had, you know, cousins and aunts, people that truly loved him and was rooting for him throughout life, you know, and wanted to see him do great things, you know, and you look at the ramifications of this action, you take a grandchild away from two grandparents, you take a brother away from another another brother, you take, you know, a son away from parents, you take a friend away from friends, you take a coworker away from a company, you you take a mentor away from a young African male or, or female that truly needed him to be there for them. You take away so many resources for the people, how many lives he's touched that he will no longer touch again. It's gone, right? And that's what I mean when I say, you know, lack of human, lack of care for human life. Not lack of care for black lives or lack of care for for Hispanic and Latino lives. Just lack of care for human life in general, because at the end of the day, we're all humans regardless of race. I don't, what I don't want to do, and I, I feel like um, I've been angry. I've gone through the motions, right? I've been angry. Uh, I, I've accepted. I've been in denial. I've bargained, um, I guess, with the outcome of this case in, in retrospect to all the other cases in the past and it's traumatizing because you know and also desensitizing in a sense because we see it we see it so often every day you turn on the internet you go on online on social media and you see another person shot dead by cops or another person wrongfully arrested uh we just looked at on netflix when they see us and you go through that that you see that you know and I think if if I can relate this more accurately for people that might say, well, this doesn't relate to me or this has no effect on my life, 
if you know me and you know the person that I am and you've had interactions with me and you see my character, if you get a chance and you, if you haven't already and you watch uh, When They See Us, it's, it's about five young African-American boys that were wrongly, wrongfully arrested and charged and um, sentenced to jail at very, very young ages for a heinous crime like rape. Think, and it happened in New York. Um, I was, I would say when they got tried for that case, I would say I was younger, if not closer to the age of those young men. And I lived in New York. That could have been me. Just, just think about that, right? It happened in Central Park. I went to high school in Washington Urban, which was on 14th Street. So 30-something streets south of where Central Park is, right? That could have been me. I could have been one of those kids that night hanging out with friends, going in Central Park to just chill, whatever have you. And I could have been rounded up and sent to jail and wrongfully, wrongfully accused, wrongfully arrested, and spent how many years in jail on, on something that I didn't do. Or you think about all the other cases of um, young young African-American males, females in jail that are wrongfully arrested because cops got to meet quotas. You know, arrest records need to need to happen because if you're not getting any arrests and what what are you truly doing? Like, are you just sitting on your ass eating donuts, eating bagels or are you out there patrolling the streets? You haven't arrested anybody this month. Why is that? Right? It's the monetization of the prison systems and that allow these things to happen. It's the demonizing of minorities and the the social biases created that allow people to, to view other lives as less than that makes it okay for you to, for a cop to just shoot without question and then say they felt unsafe. This man was in his house. He was watching TV. He was eating cereal. Something that I, I do all the time. Got up, somebody opened his door, got up to see what, what was going on and got shot. 10 years... 10 years is too, too little. You know, that's, it's too little. It's reckless. It was a reckless action. Uh, she didn't even identify herself. She went to the wrong apartment. And, and I mean, there's, there's reports showing that there's no way she could have not, not known it was the wrong apartment. It was the second, it was the floor up. There's signs on the elevator stating, you know, this is this floor. The mat of a bottom jeans apartment was red, hers was black. So even if you're looking down to to get your key and you look down, you pick taking your key out your out your pocket, you're looking down like, hold on, this is a red mat. Right? This is not my apartment. This mat is red. My mat's black. The doors open, right? Before you kinda ori you walk into the door, you walk through the doors, you're trying to orient yourself. 
the smells had to be different than your normal the normal smells of your apartment. The layout had to have been a little different, even if it was dark. You know, this is this has happened to me. I've walked into somebody, you know, being in the military, um, people leave their doors open for some reason. I mean, I remember I remember walking home on autopilot and getting off on the eighth floor and going in 8G and going through the door. But as soon as I walked in the door, I said, oh, shit, this house smells like dog. This ain't my house. You know, my house don't smell like dog. Right. So I walked right back out before anybody even knew. Well, I didn't walk right back out. I fucking said, oh, shit. And I ran my ass back out, got in the elevator and went up one more flight, of, one more, um, one more floor. But there had to have been cues, man. There had to have been cues that that could have told her this wasn't her apartment. Right. And you you are you're facing the door outside. Right. If you felt even if you missed the cues. Even if you missed the cues. You come in. You hear something, you hear somebody inside the apartment, you charge in, right? Because you got a gun and you're a Billy Badass, right? You charge in with your gun. This is what I'm talking about when I say lack of lack of care for human life. Instead of staying outside and saying, let me call my partner. There's somebody in my house, you know, robbing or you know, burglarizing my house or yelling from outside saying, hey, you're in my apartment. Come out with your hands up. What you should do as a cop, instead of you doing that, you charge in with your gun ready to shoot. You're a cop. You're supposed to de-escalate, not escalate. At least not escalate to excessive force. You know, like... Why? I don't understand that, man. Don't these cops have, like, tasers? I would have rather BoMG got tasered in his own house than shot. Then it could have been, like, an oh shit moment. And then instead of you facing jail time, you probably get administrative leave with pay or some shit like that. Because that's, that's also the, the, um, the cause all. For for cops nowadays, when they do some fucked up, it, it's administrative leave. Administrative leave would pay. So this man's gone. You took a life, right? And throughout the trial, from what I've seen, right? And I'm, ladies and gentlemen, everything everything that I talk about is strictly opinion, and I'm and I'm just going off of what. I've seen, I don't have much facts. And if I do have facts, I'll state, hey, this is a fact. But this is an opinion. And based on what I've seen in the in the court trials on, on video, you know, you made this sound all about you. I wish he would have had the gun. I wish he would have been the one to shoot me. Completely unnecessary to say. Completely unnecessary to say. You know what I'm saying? I understand you're grieving. Let's and let, let's give you the shadow of a doubt. You're grieving. Right? You're grieving. And I'm not gonna tell tell somebody how they should grieve, right? But to sit there and say, I wish he was the one with the gun that shot me, 
it's like you're taking the blame out of your own hands and placing it on somebody that's dead. And and just kind of hear me out on this, right? Because you're deflecting, you're deflecting the blame in a in a weird, morbid way. You know, because he's not there to defend himself. He's dead. Right? You shot him. So to sit there and say that you wish he was the one that shot you. You're making it sound like it would have been intentional for him to do it, but it was an accident that you did it. And I'm not saying that your actions were intentional. I'm saying your actions were reckless. Reckless intention, right? It wasn't like, all right, I'm going to kill somebody tonight, but I'm not going to prevent myself. I'm not going to de-escalate the situation. I'm going to fucking escalate it to excessive force. That's reckless. That's what you did. You have to own up for that. Because that's not manslaughter. That's murder. Right? You didn't identify yourself. You didn't give warnings. You didn't even shoot a warning shot. Right? To scare him. Right? With your back against the outside door. His back against the inside of the apartment. He's trapped. There's nothing he could have done. Right? So for you to sit there and say, I wish it was him that shot me, and you're crying your eyes out, it's it's like you're trying to it's like you're trying to get sympathy from the people viewing the case, sympathy from the jurors, sympathy from the judge. You know, you're in such remorse that you wanna be a martyr for your life and you wish that you were the martyr that Botam Jean was. And you were the one that was shot in his place. I can't, I don't, I don't buy that, man. I, I, I personally don't buy that. All right. I just don't, you know, because your actions were reckless, man. Like there were multiple things you could have done to prevent this situation. You know, the clues were there. The mat was red. The floor said six or five or whatever floor it said. It wasn't your floor, right? You're on autopilot. You walk in. Hey, man, this apartment smells different than mine. It, the layout looks different than mine. That's a man's coat on that on that rack, on that hang rack, right? Hey, what are you doing? Why are you in this apartment? Why are you in my apartment? You know, come on with your hands up. These are things that could have been done to prevent this from happening, but you didn't do it. You charged in, you heard somebody in the apartment, you charged in with your gun, because you want to be fucking, you want to be fucking Johnny Badass, and you want to shoot somebody, and before you can even fucking identify yourself, before he can even identify himself, you shot him. So here you are, crying your eyes out, talking about you want to be the one that shot. You know, and the display of sympathy, honestly, man, it to me, it was disgusting. And it's just something that I've never seen before in my life. And I, I would say I haven't seen a lot of court cases on TV, but 
I I remember watching the O.J. Simpson case a little bit. Um, and I do a couple of the cases that I watched um, here and there, like just cut ups of the cases. And in, in the limited, the limited experience that I've had with seeing cases, especially with black defendants, I've never seen, never, never seen the display of sympathy that this woman has gotten all across the board from the victim's family, to the judge, to the bailiff, to the sympathy from the jurors, I've never seen it. It's unprecedented. It's so it's so shocking. It only begs you to ask the question, is this racially motivated? Because, and I know people love to say, well, here, you, here comes the race card. But honestly, man, like, what else do you want us to ask? Right? Like, when, when we see African-American males, females, people pulled over from minor infractions, minor infractions, or even no infraction at all, and it fucking escalates to excessive force, you have to ask the question, well, did this person really do something wrong to warrant that action? Or was this racially motivated? Especially when you see cases like the guy from Florida who was running around outside with a fucking AR-15 on his back and a handgun, right? And instead of the cops, the SWAT, not even cops, SWAT on scene, instead of them shooting this man dead, they shot him in the leg to disarm him. Or take about just a couple just a couple weeks ago. Uh, a Caucasian male killed a couple people, right? Is running outside half naked, almost strangled another person. The cops that were on scene, instead of trying to shoot this man dead, did everything possible to detain this man without excessive force. Somebody gets pulled over for, they can't even tell you what they got pulled over for. They get dragged out the car, slammed on the floor, pulled, hit, punched, kicked, all while screaming, don't resist, while they're not resisting because they're getting their ass beat. I don't know how you can resist while you're getting your ass beat. Right? Philando shot shot dead in his car with his hands up, telling the cop that he has a registered weapon in the car. Trying to do everything right. So is it racially motivated? Right? All all this leniency that she's she's being shown, is it is it racially charged? Is it racially motivated? You got to ask that question. You know? Listen, like, it's scary for me as an African-American male, as a immigrant 
from Trinidad and Tobago. It's scary for me, not for me, but for my kids. When I do have kids, I'm going to be a worried parent. Because every day I'm going to have to send them out into the world and have to worry, are they going to get pulled over by a racist cop? Is a racist person going to call the cops on them for barbecuing in a park? Is is some like neo-Nazi person going to like harass them and hurt them? Are, are they going to get beat another victims of of gun violence, right? And I mean, yeah, there's gun violence in black communities and gun violence in, in Hispanic communities. There's gun violence all over. Um, but that's, that's, that's what I have to worry about. And you hope that the cops are there to protect and serve. But you have to question who, who do they only, who do they protect and serve the most? Is it me? Is it, is it me with the color of my skin? Or is it somebody else? And I'm not saying all cops, I'm not saying all Caucasian people are like this. Because like I said, man, I've met, I've, the military has allotted me the opportunity to meet some great people of all races, religions, creeds, sexual orientations. Great people. And there's people that share the same values that I share. And there's people that that want, just want us to all come together as as a, as Americans or as as human beings. But too often do we see people that want the 1950s again or the 1940s. They want to go back because that's when they had power. That's what they want. Are those people serving in the police department? Are those people the head of these police departments? You got to ask those questions. These are positions of power. That's what racism. That's what racism is built upon. It's a. Uh, it's a. It's a, a power construct. It's not a feeling. It's not oh, fuck niggers or or, fuck black people. It's, fuck black people. They're not gonna shop in this store, or fuck Hispanic people. I'm not gonna hire them for jobs, or. Fuck black people, I'm going to make sure that I arrest them for everything. And I'm going to let everybody else go. Or I'm going to follow them in the store. Because I know that they're going to steal something. Or I'm going to deny them loans because, well, I don't think they're going to be able to pay it. Well, because they're black. That's what racism is. In, in, in the smallest form of explanation. Are there cops that think like that? There are. We see it. It might not be overt. Sometimes it is. It can be covert. I think that's what we're seeing. We're seeing the shift, right, of overt racism to to, to covert racism. We're starting to see the shift of it going back to being overt racism. But I'm not going to get into why 
it's going back to being overt racism. I think we can all make a logical deduction on why racism has been more overt in the last couple of years. This man is gone. Somebody lost their brother. Parents lost their son. Ten years is not enough, man. Murder. Murder. I I have a friend. I have a friend that was... He got charged with possession. Possession of marijuana and drug paraphernalia, as well as a handgun. Uh, I don't think he had any bullets in the gun. I think the gun. I think the gun was empty. He got fifteen years. Fifteen years for possession of. A firearm, 15 years for possession of uh, drug paraphernalia and drugs with intent to sell. He had a couple a couple bags, like a couple of dime bags on him. These people that get arrested and get charged and the book thrown at them for the smallest shit. Right? There was a documentary about I can't remember this this young this young man's name, but he was sent to Rikers for accusations of stealing a book bag for three years. He wasn't charged with anything, but because because he couldn't afford bail, he stayed in Rikers for three years. It damaged him so much that when he got out, he killed himself. Traumatized. By the experience, by the change of lifestyle, you know, you go from being free to being accused to being a hardcore criminal in gen pop with other hardcore criminals. How? They don't do anything to rehabilitate their their inmates. Like other countries have shown, has done. Norway has a great rehabilitation program for their inmates. And they have a very, very low re-arrest rate. Ten years for murder. Shit. Michael Vick got fucking five years for dog fighting. I think he only served three years of that. But he got charged five years for fighting dogs. You mean tell me fighting dogs gets close to the same sentence as killing a black male, killing another human being? Close to? She'll only serve two years of that. She has probation in two. She's not going to get the full ten. So she will get out of jail before Michael Vick got out of jail. And Michael Vick fought dogs. Or was accused of fighting dogs. Well, he pleaded guilty for it. But he he had family members that were there that were fighting dogs. They were all fighting dogs. But think about that, though. 
a dog's life is worth more than a black man's life. At least in the public eye. At least in the eye of the judicial system. So no, I don't have sympathy for Amber Guy. And I wish she did get the book thrown at her. I wish she did get 25 years to life. I wish she would rot in jail. And not because I hate her as the person, but because that's justice. That's the judicial system working the way it should work, right? You murdered somebody. You did nothing to prevent that. This is the charge. This is the crime. Here's the time. That shit rhymes. That whole shit rhymes. That's pretty dope. Twenty-five years, man, at least minimum. Right? You kill somebody, man. I don't care what your job was. I don't care about your tears. I don't care about you being a martyr saying that you wish he would have I don't give a fuck about none of that. You kill somebody. You murdered someone. Twenty-five years. Done. That would be fair. That would only be fair. Now, she could be up for parole in 15. Maybe. Right? And then also, which prison is she going to? Is she going to a minimum security prison? Is she going to a maximum security prison? I think murderers go to maximum security prison. Is that her guy going to a maximum security prison? Or is she going to go to a county jail or minimum security? she going to go to Club Med? You know, like the, the, the jail at the uh, the white collar crimes, you know, the tax evasion and the uh, the the uh, what is it? Fraud, tax fraud, you know, or embezzlement. Those guys where they, where they go. Is, is that where she's going? Where is she going? Because if they go, if they're going to put a kid that got accused for stealing a book bag in general population, the other hardcore criminals who murdered, raped, like armed robbery, um, crazy shit. If they're gonna put a a young kid in gen pop with other degenerates like that, then obviously you're a murderer. You gotta be put in gen pop with other degenerates. To society, it's only right, right? So where's she gonna go? Is she is she gonna, you know, go to like some minimum security prison and, and go in solitary confinement where they feed you? Right? And you and you get let out for a couple hours during the day? It's not really it's not really solitary confinement. But they call it solitary confinement. I don't think for one second Amagaier truly has remorse for what she did. I think she has remorse for the fact that she fucked up. It's like a kid, right? A kid steals a cookie, right? It's so funny because my nephew, uh, my wife's, my wife's, um, my wife's uh, nephew, he was going into the kitchen and he was, he was taking a cookie 
or a snack out of the cupboard. And his mom caught him and said, hey. So he jumped, turned around and started crying. Right? Was he sad that he did wrong? Or was he sad that he got caught? He's a kid. Right? And you excuse that with a child. Because they're children and they're learning. This is a grown adult. Is she sad that she took somebody's life? Or is she sad that she fucked up so much that she's in the situation that she's in? Which one is it? Because when I hear, I wish he would have killed me instead of me killing him. It sounds like you're sad because you fucked up. And you know you fucked up. Which is why you called the dude that you were flirting with or having an affair with. Hey, could you come over? I fucked up. So no, I don't have remorse for Amber Geyer. I don't. I wish she got 25 years. And like I said, not because I hate her as a person. Not because I feel like she should burn underneath the cross for what she did. But it's only right. It's only fair if we're handing out, you know, equal judgments across the board based on the judiciary system, based on the law, then she should get something commensurate to what she did. And she murdered somebody. So she should get 25 years to life. I don't care about all that crying bullshit. I don't care about you were on autopilot and you wasn't paying attention and you had a long day or whatever it is that you, whatever fucking excuse you made. And I'm not going to sit here and tell Botem Jean's brother how to grieve. I don't know what that man is going through. I don't know what that family is going through. I never lost anybody in my life this way. I've had friends that got shot. I've had friends that because of getting shot, they passed away. I've had friends that have passed away. But I've never had a family member shot and passed away like this. Like, it's different, right? Because of you have a friend and um, they get hurt and you're sad because that's your friend. But this is your brother. You were, I was, my I can, like, imagining my brother, this happening to my brother who I've known all my life versus my friends who I've known a couple of years in my life. It's different. It's just a different, it's different. So I don't know what they're going through. I don't, I, I don't, I can't, I can't tell this man how to grieve. So if him absolving her in his own way of what she did and, and kind of taking the high road to God on this and saying, it's what my brother would want. I forgive you. And I hope God, I hope you find solace in God's word, then he's a bigger man than me. He's a bigger man than me because they would have put me up on that stage. I'd have been like, fuck you. I hope you burn in that bitch. I hope you get fucking shanked in that motherfucker. I hope you never come out. I, I think that's the only rational way I can explain my my reaction. 
You took my brother away from me. I don't give a fuck about you. I don't care about your feelings. I don't care about your mom's feelings. I don't care about the fact that you were like, your mom came up here and said that you were like molested when you were, I don't care about none of that shit, that horse shit, that crocodile tear shit. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. You took my brother, period. I'll be burning that jail. I hope they feed you fucking mush. I hope they feed you soggy bread and and fucking soggy broccoli for the rest of the for the rest of the twenty five years you spend in jail. I hope you never sleep. And is that wrong? No. I think that's a natural I think that's a natural reaction. Of the grieving process. That's anger. Some people go through the grieving process slower than others. Some people go through it faster. And obviously from what it seems, both Tim Jean's brother went through it pretty fucking fast. Because he got to the acceptance stage and he was already at forgiveness. Which is not really a part of the grieving process. But you could kind of tie it into acceptance. So he accepted the fact that his brother was gone. So rather than holding on to the anger that usually comes second in the process, he was ready to forgive. And hey, kudos to him. I think that's very mature. I'm not that mature. I'm ignorant. And I'm okay with that. You know? So I'm not going to tell that man how to grieve. It was very shocking. Listening to it. It was hurtful too. Because you know you ask the question like. Why why is it that black people are so. So openly ready to forgive. When. We know what the outcome. Is going to be two weeks from now. Two weeks from now. This is going to happen again. And lo and behold. It happened again. Right. And this time with a young woman. Who was in our house playing video games. So if we know. This history is going to repeat itself. Why are we so willing to forgive? Why are we so open to be like, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you, that I, in my blackness, put you into position to do what you did to me and my family. Do you know... It's funny because I remember when I first came to America, I remember walking down the street and um, I was walking with my friend Kirby and a Caucasian woman walked past us and she clutched her bag as we walked past her. And I'm looking at her, I'm like, the fuck? Why the fuck she clutched her bag? And then my, my before I could even kind of say anything, my friend was like, bro, she racist, bro. And that was my first time Hearing the word racist. Because in Trinidad, there's, I, there was no need to understand what racism was because everybody in Trinidad is Trini. Right? And we have white Trinidadians. We have um, Asian Trinidadians. We have Indians. We have blacks. Everybody's Trinidadian. Nobody treated anybody differently. Right? If you're from Trinidad, you're from Trinidad, and that's it. 
So when I first came to America and I saw that, I asked the question, like, what's wrong with her? You know, and he had to explain that shit to me. He's like, well, because you're black, bro. You know, she probably think you're going to rob her. And then the word started popping up everywhere. And I started to learn more and become more socially aware of it. To the point where I started pointing it out, you know, to the point where I started going in stores in Macy's and I'm getting followed by people in Macy's because of my skin color. To the point where I said to myself, you know what, I'm going to go get a job. I'm going to save up my money and I'm walk up in the store with, with $400 or 20s in my hand. And when I see them walking next to me, I'm going to pull my money out and be like, nah, motherfucker, I got money. But why? Why do I have to do that? Why do I have to go walk into a store with a, a, a wad of cash to prove to this racist person that I'm capable of buying something in this store? Why is it that I was socially conditioned to cross the street on the other side of the street when I saw a white person walking towards me because I wanted them to feel comfortable walking down the street and not be alarmed by me walking next to them? Why is that? I think we forgive too fast I think we are so enamored with the idea of wanting to be accepted that we're willing to do anything for it. And I don't think that's the way we should go about it. We don't need to be accepted by people that don't want to accept us. We don't have to. We can create our own space and live within it, right? And govern ourselves and hold others accountable. The way they should be. It means we got to be educated on it. No doubt. We have to know the parameters that we can function in. And we have to also think outside the box on how we can hold others accountable for breaking those parameters. Or stepping out of those parameters. Not all. Um, Let me restate that. Not all. I've met some great people, but a lot. Muhammad Ali said that if I open my door and there's a thousand snakes coming towards my door, but I know for a fact that out of those thousand snakes, a hundred of those snakes are good snakes. And they care about me and they want to be my friend. Do I leave my door open and let these thousand snakes in? In the off chance that the hundred snakes get there first, that's ludicrous. So while we can accept the people that accept us, we also have to be cognizant and aware of the ones that don't. Because at the end of the day, man, it's not about us. It's about our kids. It's about our grandkids. It's about creating a life and, and making the world better for them. Right? Because we're... And the generation below us, because we're at the point where we can defend ourselves. I'm talking about the older generation. What are we doing for the younger ones? And it's just a sad case that we get to see it portrayed this way over and over and over again. To the point where two lives are taken recklessly. For the crime of just sitting in their homes, minding their own business. 
that's all I got, man. Um, I promise that it won't be this solemn. It won't be this um, this gloom every time. But I felt that this was something to definitely open up the podcast with. Um, like I said, I'm doing this truly for uh, my future generations so that they, they can hear hear me and hear the things that I, I felt and cared about a lot and things that I I wanted to talk to. And hopefully um, you enjoyed it. Hopefully you get to um, listen to me and and either agree or disagree because I'm open I'm open for everything you know and uh if you feel like there's things wrong with what I said then hey hit me up let me know what you think and I'll, I'll definitely readdress it I'll definitely have a conversation with you because I feel like we need to talk we need to talk about these things we need to have open dialogue and there's different ways to look at things there's different ways to um address and explain and as long as as long as we're having that open dialogue without frustrations and leaving the emotions out of it, I think we can come to to great resolutions. This is Childish Bambino signing off. First podcast, yo. Uh super excited. Uh I'm probably gonna be procrastinating and sitting on this motherfucker for another couple weeks before I post it. I don't know. We'll see. Um but this has been dope. Um, Dope Monkey is the name of the podcast So this has been Dope And man I hope you guys enjoy it man Uh, Peace What's up, y'all? What's up, man? Um, welcome back to the Dope Monkey Podcast. I'm your host, Charles Bambino. Um, been a long time coming for this one for the second episode. Been procrastinating, like I said, I was, but definitely, definitely interested and excited to get into the topic today. With me is a very special host, is my brother, my day one, my ace, my Derek Dully, aka Demon King Melo Melodias. Uh, uh, close enough, man. Close enough. <laughs> my fault. I messed it up. <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah, man. But uh, introduce yourself for the for the people listening, man. Yeah, what's going on? This is your man Derek, uh, aka Zone Six Denaro, um, aka Demon King Meliotis. Meliotis. If you know, you know, man. If you don't know, man, just just go with it. <laughs> so I'm glad I got you on, man. Um, because so a couple weeks ago, I was just like scrolling through IG. And I looked at this video online, and it was about uh, a show called 90 Days Fiance. And it was about a specific person in general named Caesar, right? And he's trying to find a soulmate. And unfortunately, his soulmate is across the pond, right? Across across the the, the earth in Ukraine. He's in um he's in North Carolina, right? And Caesar's 46 mm-hmm. years old. Um and it just seemed it just seemed odd and awkward from the first time I'm watching and kind of just enthralled me and got me 
to kind of like follow up with the show and just follow up on Caesar himself. Did you get a chance to look at it? I, I, I did get a chance to see uh, that specific episode that you sent me. I did not see the full season. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Just for just for clarity, like I, when, when I speak about this, like I'm only speaking about it from just this one particular episode. Like I'm yeah. not, I don't, I, I can't speak for the whole season. Of course. Of course. I don't, yeah, it's, I don't it's multiple episodes too, yeah. Yeah, I don't plan on speaking on any of the episodes because I'm not watching any of the episode. If <laughs> this is this is the pilot, if this is the pilot, and this is how this shit going. Yeah, cool. <laughs> you know, cool. So just cool. for others, just for those that haven't seen it and just want to kind of get like a snippet of what we're about to talk about, just listen up. And I think I finally found the one woman that I've been searching for all my life. Her name is Maria. She's 28 years old, and she lives in Ukraine. We met on Anastasia Day. It's a very special website that brings Americans and Ukrainian women to meet each other for a small price. Anastasia Date has a unique system. You could buy flowers, candy. Then it's up to the girl whether she wants to respond. This is the card and the flowers that I sent her with my email and my phone number on it. This cost me $450. Pause. Pause. Bruh. This man spent $450 on some flowers and, and a card, my dude. Bruh. And that is the prerequisite for her to respond to him. So in order for her to respond, he has to spend... $450 and send her some raggedy ass flowers and a card, bro. Oh, man. Is that... We're doomed, man. I feel like this man, like, just. Bro, I just don't, I don't understand. Like, like, how how is he even okay with that? Like, how did he even become okay with that? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm pretty sure you could go down the street and see flowers, a, a dozen flowers for like $12. Man. But just... I'm getting... <laughs> so, all right. We're going to continue on this. And then she emailed me back, and there was immediate sparks. Yeah, it was like firecrackers, and everything was just booming off. She's kind. She's smart, funny. She makes me feel special. She is my soulmate. Maria and I communicate every single day. And she sends me these little videos, and she's giving me pet names like Big Daddy, my husband. Oh, my God. Get me to be with you. Love you, my husband. This man's getting super finesse right now. Do you think she's sending those videos to anyone else? I hope she's not sending those videos to anyone else. I feel so sorry. <laughs> so you have no fucking clue. Like, you have no control of the situation. You just sent money after money after money to this girl. And, and honestly, this man is racked up. 40 grand, $40,000, 40 racks he sent to her over the course of the five years that he's been dating her. 
phantomly dating her, he sent her forty thousand dollars. And forty thousand dollars goes a long way. She's probably a damn millionaire in Ukraine. It goes a long way in Ukraine. The dollar to the Ukrainian dollar or whatever it's called. Yo, I'm about to start scamming now, bro. Scamming is <laughs> now, bro. This is crazy. Like, oh, you got this is. Oh my god, man. I, you know what? I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I'm not gonna lie. I thought about it. I thought about it. I thought about like putting on like my Trini accent and just hitting up, hitting up some like old, some old white women, some old black women, and be like, "Hey, what's up, girl? Let me talk to you. I, I, I love you. I'm your husband. Shit, send me, send me two thousand dollars." So I can, you know what I'm saying? I thought about it, bro. Nah, nah, nah. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to start like a little, like a cuddle business. Like, like, so basically all the chicks that like all the old, like washed up joints, like I'm about to go ahead and like charge them to cuddle. Like, that's it, man. Like, I ain't going to, it ain't going to be no sex, no nothing like that. We just going to go ahead. I'm going to just charge them like an hourly fee and then we just going to pop in we just gonna cuddle and just have a conversation that's it that's bro. a dangerous that's a dangerous business yeah like what, like what if like what if you get like what if you get like a chick that's like 300 pounds like a six-year-old woman that's 300 pounds and you cuddle with her and she just accidentally rolls over do you have any hazard hazard or light liability insurance <sighs> listen man my motto bro ain't no guts no glory man <laughs> no guts no glory we in there bro you gonna definitely you gonna get all the guts, Derek. You'll get all the guts from that one. I think you need to no reconsider that business model. But no cap, man. But no cap. bro, like, so census report states that America has three hundred and twenty-five million people in America, right? And mm-hmm. and let's let's say the ratio is two to one. Let's say closer to like one point five to like one, right? So. Let's go with a, a a median average of 167 million people or women in America in North Carolina or in in North Carolina. Let's reduce that by let's say there's 200 thousand women in the the Carolinas. Mm-hmm. What what drove this man to go on a dating site across the world to find this girl when he could have found some sea monkey chick in a waffle house and just bought her like her hash browns right and that could at least gotten him a number if mm. anything i don't know i don't know one big chick that won't give you a number for some hash browns some hash, hash browns, hash browns is, a, is, a, is, a, is a commodity at least to me it is man it, it, it's it's weird man like the the way that people's like just train the thought is wired. Like you, you would go on a, a a dating app to go talk to a chick in the Ukraine. You literally, you you probably ain't even got to leave your neighborhood. You could have probably found you a chick, man. That'd probably be down for the cause, down for whatever. You ain't even have to spend a a, a, a fraction of what you spent just to just to have a, a fraction. This man a phone hated. call. Like, the most you got is a phone call. The five years, bro. And well, we're not even we're not even adding that up because I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure whichever phone company he's with is fucking beating his ass in the head. Phone call to Ukraine, bro. But that's at least a dollar a minute. Yo, that's insane, bro. And then like he's not even and it's not even like he's like 
like, he he's enjoying that. Like he's like, yo, I still love you type shit. Like I want to come see you. Like, bro, you you are a lost man, bro. That's what I feel. And you know what? But you know what? But you know what? This 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 is this is something that has probably been with this man for for since his childhood, bro. That's 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 childhood trauma, bro. The way I what see that. When I when I when I see shit like that from like dudes that that be loving to like go on go through dating apps and you know what I'm saying trying to find chicks like from across the pond and spend all this money I, I'm thinking about all the trauma that that went into that I'm thinking about all the times where you know what I'm saying chicks chicks from you know what I'm saying like maybe maybe he was in elementary school middle school or whatever like he probably didn't dealt with some you know what I'm saying some shiesty chicks right he probably mm. dealt with some chicks that probably did him dirty. Or they mm. probably wasn't talking to him, giving them no play. He probably had to deal with that, you know what I'm saying, in his teenage years, probably in his twenties and probably thirties. And he and you know what? He probably got fed up with it, man. And you know what I'm saying? He probably and went and went across the pond to try to find something else, something different. Yeah, he was probably gonna find Okay. He he found out, he found out, yo, like, you know what I'm saying, my word player, you know, just me being me, not enough for these chicks. So maybe if I throw some money at him, maybe, you know what I'm saying, like my luck will change. And I'm here to tell that's you, not, that's, that's not, not a bad that's, thought. Listen, man, like, listen, there's, there's no, if a chick, if a chick rocking with you, she gonna rock with you. Like, it don't matter what type of money you throwing in there. It don't matter what, what, what you doing. Like, you know what I'm saying? As long as you got some, some good wordplay and as long as you being genuinely you, like, you gonna get that chick that, that, that you deserve or that, I'm that, glad, you know what I'm saying? That you that. With. Yeah. I'm glad you said that because you're absolutely right. I've always felt, I've always said that if you're talking to a woman and she genuinely likes you, um, it's going to be easy. It's going to be an easy conversation, right? You don't, you're not going to feel like you have to force yourself to be funny or you have to force yourself to be charming or debonair in any sort of way. It's, you can be yourself and it'll be enough. Right. Um, but I'm, I'm glad you said that because may, maybe that's true. I think, I think um, women are quick. And I, when I say women, let me, let me, let me disclaimer myself. I am not talking or speaking for, nor can I um, speak on behalf of all women. I can only talk about the women that um, I have met in my life, in my past, the ones that have done things that has been unsavory to me and to others that I've known. And that's who, when I say women, that's who I'm talking to. So please save the pitchforks. Um, uh, strap back your guns. I'm not coming at all women of any race, ethnicity whatsoever. I'm speaking in a generalistic term, and if it if it affects you in any sort of way, then I think you need to like look within yourself. But I'm a, not talking a, about a bit, a bit. <laughs> the shoe fit where that motherfucker be. Real talk, man. Real talk. You got to say it like it is, man. Yeah, Baby. man. I just, I just, man, this is my second podcast, man. I don't need motherfuckers trying to take my head off. But, I've... but like, all right. I mean, perfect example, man. And I, and I, I talked about this on one of my, my other best friends podcast. Shout out to, to Nick Anderson, um, on his podcast. And I hope he does more episodes of that. But I, I talked on his, on his podcast, my time when I was a kid in elementary school, PS9, I remember just like it was yesterday. My mom used to give me uh, money for for allowance, right? It wasn't much, you know, like like $3 or $5 here. But back then, a dollar went a long way. You know what I'm saying, bro? For $2, you know what I'm saying? I was getting the equivalent of a foot-long sandwich um, 
a Snicker bar, which back then was 50 cents, and a Tropical Fantasy, uh, which was like, what, 16 ounces. So I had, mm-hmm. a, I had a meal that could feed 10 Somalians for $2. You know what I'm saying? So significant. He's going crazy at the No cap. No cap. Right? So I remember this one day there was this girl that I really, really liked. Her name was Keisha. And uh, first period, uh, as I was walking to school, I bought her candy. You know, the the guy put all the candy in the bag, whatever have you. I took it to her, right? And I gave it to her with a little card and everything in it and a nice little note at that time, right? So... Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, I like, I oh shit, you know what I'm saying? I'm about to like, yo, I'm about to have a girlfriend by the end of the day, cause you know, like, I probably, if I remember correctly, I probably said, do you want to be my girlfriend? Yes, no, maybe. You know that stuff that you do when you was a kid, right? And I didn't mm-hmm. get the note back, so I was, I was gonna give her like the whole day to think about it, right? Like, this is a negotiation. You don't just come like a strong arm, strong arm. You're a negotiator, right? You give them time to think and process the, the long term, the long term benefits. So. Yeah. Right, and to sweeten the deal was the candy, right? That's me bringing my assets to the table, you know. And you'll bring your assets later, right? Which is me, you, my girl, and we gonna we gonna make it happen. So, mm-hmm. come round time, uh, it was recess period, right? And I'm walking outside, me and my homies, whatever, everyone you know, outside. And lo and behold, man, fucking Keisha is across the fucking across the fucking field, right, or the park where where it was by the by the slides, and she was sharing my fucking candy with another dude. And she wasn't just like she wasn't just like taking the candy out the bag and giving it to homeboy like here like I'm sharing my candy with you, which I would have understood, Bruh, She let the nigga put his hand in the fucking bag, like he put his oh, hand in the bag and oh, grabbed whatever candy. the fuck he yeah. want. Nigga, that's his candy, nigga. So that's it's his, his candy. candy. <laughs> it ain't my candy. It's my candy no more. It ain't her candy. It's his candy because he's it's his fucking wrist deep in that motherfucker, bro. I fucking cried, bro. I, I literally shed a tear because I'm like, bro, like, one, I thought, you know what I'm saying, she was going to say yes. I thought she was going to click yes on the on the sheet, and I was going to get back the sheet and be like, oh, damn, yes, I got a girlfriend now. And two, I'm out of $2. Mm-hmm. I'm out of $2. So that's why I personally can't be mad at this dude. I can't be mad at this dude because at some point in time in our lives, I feel like, man, um, and whether it's ingrained, whether it's something that we see in social media, and well, not social media back then, but in, on TV, these these um, grand gestures, whether what these grand gestures, right, that we see on TV, we feel like we have to do it, or we feel like we have to provide for women, mm-hmm. and we do it, and it doesn't work our way, we get salty, and women feel like men, they look at men as providers, and they look at men based on their worth, right, because mm-hmm. like it's a security thing. Why a woman likes a man that's five, that's uh, six four versus five nine? It's a security thing. If I'm in trouble, I believe that this man that's six four is going to protect me better than this man that's five nine going to protect me, right? Where she might be five two. I've heard this argument. I've heard this argument. Or whether she sees a dude with flashy cars, jewelry, she associates that stuff with money. So she thinks, all right. This man is going to be able to take care of me when I need to. And I'm not saying all women need a man to take care of them, but it's the security aspect where they feel like, hey, if the times are rough, based on what I've seen, he has, he can hold it down. Yeah, got something to fall back on just in case. Exactly. Uh, I'm I'm going to just say this, man. Just, like, based off that video that, that, that like I said, that you sent me, mm. like, that's, it's, I had a, I had a, bunch of like 
had a bunch of feelings about that, man. First of all, I was I was highly, highly, highly angry at oh, the yeah. fact yeah. this man this man allowed himself to to get played for five years. For five years. Uh, first of all, the the fact that you allowed yourself to get played by this dating app and you spent four hundred dollars that's fifty for some fucking flowers. Like that's 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 a prerequisite, right? And then like you allowed yourself to continue getting played after after however long. Now I know we didn't get that far into the video yet, but eventually this man is gonna end up buying plane tickets for for not only himself but for but for Shorty. Mm-hmm. And Shorty kept giving him excuse after excuse about why she couldn't make it, like, oh my passport messed up, or oh I oh whatever whatever excuse it was. Like, first of all, if that was me, and I put money into your plane ticket, and you talking about you can't make it, I'm, I'm gonna need that money back. No cap, I'm gonna need that money back, or I'm gonna come, I'm gonna get a plane ticket, and I'm gonna see you. <laughs> I ain't gonna see you on some like lovey dovey shit. I'm gonna goddamn hey. Listen, hey, we gonna come check your ass, bro. No cap. Bro, listen, man. I, like I said, man, I feel so sorry for this dude, man. And I don't want to laugh at him, but the situation is fucking funny. And the reason why the situation is funny is because I see, I see my, I see myself in this. In my, I put myself no, you in these situations. I do. Uh, I this, this, this next, this nigga different, man. This nigga, this nigga different. I nah, this nigga, so, you you can't see yourself in a nigga like him, bro. Let me tell you what this I want to be Caesar for a day. I just want to see what the no, hell you don't. Going. You don't want to be this nigga for a day. Look at what this nigga <laughs> had to do to get a joint from across the pond that's doing the same thing to like probably like six, six, seven hundred other niggas. Like, nah, she she is a a millionaire scammer, bro. Like, she has made millions off these niggas, bro. Yeah, she's definitely. Yeah. She definitely eating good over there. She eating good, bro. She, she eating lobster, bro. She over there eating lobsters, goddamn caviar. And y'all niggas over there, goddamn, doing Grass. nails, nail salon. Like, what Grass. the fuck, man? Y'all niggas is different. So, so like you said, and and as the video goes on and the episodes go on, Caesar then um, buys her a plane ticket to Mexico where he purchases a ring. He purchases uh, the hotel stay. And everything, and this man is just so caught up in this fantasy world that he's created with this girl that he's never met, man. And I feel like, bro, like I told you another story. I told you um, about the time when I was sixteen, and there was this girl that I like. Her name was Jenny, and um, she, we were in class together. Well, no, we we were in a class. It was like an after school program. And she was 18. I was 16 at the time. And I talked to her and I said, hey, um, I want to take you out on the day. I want to go to the movies. And the, back then, I had the hookup, right? Because I worked at Bur- I worked at McDonald's, not Burger King. I worked at Burger King after. I worked at McDonald's. And I had the hookup with the movie theaters because when they wanted food at the end of the night, I'll slide them food, right? And they'll slide me movie tickets. Or I'll just go to the back door and walk into the movie theater. They'll let me in. Yeah. So I had the hookup, right? So... So bad. So I told her like, hey, like we can go to the movies on Friday around six o'clock. Um, see whatever you want. She's like, cool. So I'm like, I bet. And dude, it's around Valentine's Day. So I'm hyped. I'm super fucking excited. I'm like, yo, I this is it, right? You know what I'm saying? Like she's the one, right? So so bet. So I go, I get flowers, I get fucking candy. You know, like I got what was it? Like the Russell Stovers, like the heart shaped box. That was just expensive, man. That this, I'm talking about the Walmart, not the right aid. I went and I got the Walmart brand, not the Rite Aid brand, the Walmart brand, right? Yeah. So, 
upper so, echelon, bro. Yeah, but the upper echelon, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I got her like a, I got like a teddy bear, like a little bunny, and I, I wrote a card and everything. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I went and bought myself a new Fubu shirt and jeans yeah. and everything. So I'm looking fly. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready to go. Got my haircut and everything. I'm, I'm fucking excited. I'm on a, I'm on a train. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, what am I gonna do? You know, you're going, you're rehearsing your lines. You're going through, you're going through your emotions, right? You don't want to look like an idiot on your first date, right? Mm-hmm. So, got there like around three forty ish time frame. We we're supposed to meet up at four o'clock. Four thirty comes along, shorty ain't there. So I'm like, all right, cool. Maybe she's busy. Maybe the train got delayed. Maybe she got class a little bit late. No problem. Five o'clock comes along. All right, so now I'm a little worried, right? Because the show's at six o'clock. So I call her like, hey, like, you know, what's going on? She ain't picking up. She's not picking up a phone. Call a couple times. Bruh, six o'clock comes along. I'm still like, I'm still out there like a fucking idiot holding my fucking flowers and my candy and this goddamn bear in my hand, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Looking like a damn simp. Looking like a fucking idiot. Waiting for this girl. And it, I just, at that point, I just took the L. Finesse I threw, gang, bro. I took Finesse the L, I threw everything gang. in the fucking garbage, and I tucked my tail between my legs, and I walked home. So I feel sorry for this dude because I see myself in this man, bro. I might not have spent four thousand dollars. I mean, forty grand. I might not have spent four hundred fifty dollars on fucking flowers, but I've spent money trying to impress the girl. But that's the thing, like that, and that, and that's the super difference. Like every every man has taken an L. Jenny, so, God damn it! <laughs> damn, bro. It's over, bro. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> nah, but check me out. Every man has has taken the L like similar to this, like not not to that extreme. But every man, if you dealt with, you know, what I'm saying women for a, a, any extended period of time, you you you've been in a situation where you was younger, yeah. and you're trying to find your way with women, and you know, what I'm saying you took that L from a chick that may, you know, it probably you know wasn't right for you at that time, man. You know, what I'm saying every man has been through that. My thing is, but you fantasize you, like you fantasize because you think it's right. So that's what I'm saying. He thought it was right, but it's the this, this scenario. But what I'm saying is like, yeah, but 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 this this is the thing. Like we we figured out along along the way, like when we got into our 20s and 30s, like yo, everything that glitter ain't gold. Yeah, like all these sense. chicks that sit there and and you know what I'm saying you think they they this that and the third. Like when you when you actually get to meet them. Like it ain't it ain't really all the grass ain't always green on that side. Of course, you know what I'm of course. So knowing this, like when I see somebody is you know an OG like Caesar, who who, who willingly I don't want to willingly willingly go out here to to, to spend four hundred and fifty dollars, and ain't ain't said a word to this girl yet. Didn't already drop four hundred fifty dollars before he say something to the chick just to get her attention. That's that's highly disturbing, man. It's like that's like super disturbing because it's like, bro, you 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 didn't need to do that. And then the 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 example you set for these other people, like these other simps, because you know what I'm saying, like you on TV now, so now other simps is over there looking like, oh, this is what I got to do now. Like, well, nah, it's wave, like that's not the wave, brother. Like, yeah, you know, well, it either it either did that, it either did that, it either exacerbated the situation or it woke a lot of people up. Right, and I, I would like to think it woke a lot of people up because I'm I'm looking at this. I feel like I don't want to laugh at this dude, but I feel like if in in worse you have cases, to you got to laugh at dude. Worse, in, but in worse cases, in worse cases, this could have been me. 
this could have been me. And the reason why I said it could have been me is because I don't put it, I don't put it past myself. And like I said, I'm not talking about the monetary value. I'm not talking about the forty thousand dollars. I'm not talking about the trip to Mexico and all that stuff. I'm talking about it could be something as little as twenty dollars or or thirty dollars or a hundred dollars. It could have been me, bro. It could have been me. You know, like especially with the way social media is nowadays, with chicks like the way they advertise themselves on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? And you hitting up them DMs. Like, you hit up a chick on DM. All right, so bet. Like, you go on Instagram and you see the chick that you really, really like. Right? She's beautiful. She's attractive. And that's really all you can go on because you're looking at pictures. Right? You don't you don't know what her personality is. So, mm-hmm. you, you DM her. Right? And you know. You know there's, another, there's thousands of other in this girl. Right? So, she hits you back. So, now you think you're the, you're the, gold, you're the, golden, you're the golden fish in this pond. Right? Of all these other dudes. You're the golden trout. You got picked. Right, so now you're talking, and she's like, "Yeah, I would love to come out and see you, but my car, this and this, blah blah." blah. I just, I don't know where I'm gonna find this money to to pay for my like my engine or my alternator needs repair, blah blah. blah. <laughs> but you, you are gonna fear, you are gonna wanna be the knight in shining armor. We all do, bro. It's the thing that men oh, have yeah. with fucking idiots. We wanna be providers. We wanna be providers. We wanna Not provide, bro. Nah, 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 not in that way. Hell nope. no. First of all, I'm t- I'm gonna tell you like this. I ain't even I, I ain't even the type of dude that's gonna hop into the random chick DMs like that. I I'm the type of nigga I'd rather see you face to face, like see what's good with you type shit. I talk to a person face to face before I hop in a random DM like I that. Feel you, on that. you know what I'm saying? Like, there, but that's but, not what's happening right now. Nah, I feel you. DMs like, I feel is what's you, happening yeah. right now. Nah, the, the times is different, I feel you. But at the same time, it's like niggas need to understand, bro. Like y'all over there like DMing these joints. Y'all don't know what type like these bitches be homeless. Y'all over there sit sitting there thinking y'all DMing the goddamn the, the, the hottest thing smoking. She over there homeless, living from a nigga house to another nigga house. Like, man, that shit ain't like I said, that everything that glitter ain't gold, man. So like that shit different. But that's that's what it is, man. That's that's the lure. That's the lure, right? That's how they get that's how they get dudes in. It's creating that that false facade, that false reality where you think it is what it is, and that's why when you feel like you get picked, like that's how this man felt. He felt like, all right, I got picked by this beautiful woman. I'm 46, she's 28. I'm lucky. He feels lucky. So he wants to capitalize on his luck. So which is why he sends the four hundred and fifty dollars, which is why he sends the eight hundred dollars a month to pay for whatever the hell she's paying for, and pay. Well, my for thing, here's, here's my thing. To Mexico. Here's my thing. Why? Why in the world? Like, I know he, he said he was like forty-seven. He said he was forty-seven at the time. Forty-six. So, like, out of all this life you didn't live, right? Like, mm. out of all the times you didn't, you know, what I'm saying, I know he didn't been through some shit. Like, at no point in your life did 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 it occur to you, like, damn, like. Like, why am I spending, like, $400, $800 a month on this chick? Like, she ain't even out here trying to put in no effort. Because the power of the cutty. The power of the goddamn no. cutty. What cutty? What cutty? What cutty? She ain't even giving nothing. She ain't, yeah, you ain't even lay eyes on shorty. Like, nah, bro. Like, I'm not, I'm not waiting that five man, years That man was nothing. tapping. He was tapping off the pictures and videos. That man was nah, ready. Nah, I'm not waiting five years for you. He was nothing. ready. <laughs> if he t- look, look. That's the thing, like if you trying to get some cutty, if that's what it's all about, bro. Like I said, you got a little shorty up up, up, up the street, bro. You know what I'm saying? She over there, you know what I'm saying, slinging that thing around, bro. You go ahead and get that from her. Sometimes like, you, you ain't got to go ahead and wait for huh? Like I told you, sometimes you gotta slay some dragons before you get to the princess. You gotta slay hey, a couple man. big girls. You gotta slay but a couple I, 
I feel you. You slim, but like I'm not gonna sit there and wait for no five years for some 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 action that may or may not be there. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's the weird thing about it. Like you you are OG. Like you supposed to know better than to sit there and like go on these little dating sites and then like fall for this little oh yeah, you send me four hundred fifty dollars, I'll go ahead and respond to your text. Or like you can keep paying me eight hundred dollars a month, bro. That's a subscription, bro. You are a you are a OnlyFans subscriber. This nigga is a OnlyFans subscriber. The premium for eight hundred dollars a month. That's yo. That's insane. That man paid for Netflix Prime, bro. Nah, nigga, nigga Netflix. He he paying for goddamn. He got the OnlyFans. He got the Snapchat Premium. This man got the camp soda on go. <laughs> this nigga is. Yo, that nigga got front seat on every show she got, bro. No cap. I feel bad for this man, man. I feel bad. And the only reason why I feel bad is because, like I said, man, I put myself in this man's shoes. And I know there's a lot of other dudes out there that's probably doing the same thing. And while we can all watch, that's that's different, man. That's different. It's easy for us to sit here and look at this and be like, nah, we good. But, like, bro, this dude's actually going through this right now. But that's very easy for me to say, and I I'm feel like that's very easy for a lot of dudes to say. Because, like I said, at the end of the day, man, like, it, here's the thing. Like, event, everybody, like, every man, like, if you're going to try to get romantically involved with a woman, you're, mm. you're going to pay something. You're going to pay something, like, in order to, like, you know, uh, you know, get her attention. Like, you're going you're gonna to pay some type of. Uh, money. You gonna pay? You gonna pay some money? Money, you gonna, time. Um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You gonna pay? You gonna pay something? Like yeah. it's just not gonna be a free, free exchange of things. Of course. So that's that's understood. What we're not gonna do is not we not gonna waste waste resources. You know what I'm saying? So like if I figure out okay, something ain't right. Like Shorty ain't you know she ain't the one that I, I thought she was or you know she trying to play games or whatever. What we gonna do? Like if I if I if I peep that is going on like i'm out like i'm gonna straight up leave like i'm not gonna waste resources i'm not gonna waste time on somebody that's wasting my time and at some point he'd have to he he has to have been in a situation where he was like yo like i feel like shorty wasting my time he should have just cut that off yeah you ever, you ever had a girl like, wasted your time you ever had a girl yes you? and i cut that off and i absolutely cut that off and eventually i'm pretty sure it, it probably some for some dudes it takes longer than others you know what i'm saying but it has to be a point where you have an epiphany, like, all right, like I'm losing more than I'm gaining by, you know what I'm saying, dealing with this person. So it's time to cut the losses. You go ahead and like, you know what I'm saying, go about my business, man. Get I to the look, money. I could look at it from an investment. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, I already put ten. What are you investing in though? You invested in the cutty, man. You invested in the cutty. You invested in the cutty. I already cutty, put $10,000 down on this motherfucker. I'm going to double down and put another 20, But like, man. but then, but then you went a loss though. Cause it's like, all right, bet. So in this, in this situation, whatever, whatever she's going to offer this man, it's going to automate, it's going to be a loss. It's going to be a loss regardless. If you think about it. All right. She come out there. She give him some cutty. Let's say, they, let's, let's say they, you know what I mean? They, they fall in love or whatever. Like he's still at a loss. You 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 in the whole forty thousand dollars, Shorty then got all these expensive things from you, and it's still a possibility that all right, let's say they get married, you get married, boom, y'all get a divorce, boom, she took half of everything. So now you 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 spent all this money beforehand trying to get her, you 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 lucked into some into a marriage, and now you're divorced. Now she took half of everything. I'm now you still in the nail shop, like you working in the nail shop doing nails and shit. 
Like, nah, bro. Like, you you lost, bro. I remember this one time. Um, I think it was after a breakup. I think it was after a breakup. I was in college. And I was sitting around with a bunch of girls um, that I play spades with regularly, right? Yeah. And I told them, I was like, man, look, the way I see it, the way I see it, I could fucking spend. If I was to take one of y'all out, right, being the man that I am, right, you're not going to pay for anything, right? I'm going to pay for the dinner. I'm going to pay for the, I'm going to pay for the movies or play or whatever, whatever we're doing that day, right? And because that's just what we've seen growing up. Like I said, these grand gestures, these, these, these um, displays of, of affection through, mon- through monetary endorsements, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to pay for your ride home or whatever have you. I can honestly, man, if I really wanted to, if, 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 if the way you say that men only do this just for sex, right? Men only mm-hmm. do all of this stuff just for sex. I could just go get a hooker for like $70 on, on Hunts Point in the Bronx and skip all that other bullshit and still yeah. come out less. Can you think about it? You know what I'm saying? In New York, let's say we take a cab. That's automatically $40, $40 starting. Then yep. the movie theaters is like $20 each. You know what I'm saying? And then let's say you hungry, right? And let's say... Let's say we'll get you something above McDonald's in New York, which would probably be Olive Garden. That's another forty something dollars, right? So that's eighty dog. That's over hundred something dollars. If yep. I'm just try- if I'm just trying to get the cutty, I could just go to Hunts Point in the Bronx, get one of them little toddies for seventy dollars, and roll my dices with chlamydia. And that's what I'm saying. It's it's too many ways to like you know what I mean for for men to get. Get that if that because if that's the if that's the objective for you, bro, you don't have to go through all of that just to you know what I'm saying get some ass, and you know what I'm saying. And also another thing, this this is really, this is really why I was also mad as well because it's like like little videos like that where where you see on his side like what the type of money that he's chilling out to 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 try to get this girl's attention, like low key, like a lot of these female like a lot of these chicks is looking at that, and they like yo. Like if she getting this type of money from this dude, Cha-ching. yo, like I, I can, I can rack up some, some cash. But you ain't like if you, if you don't believe me, all you gotta do is just turn on Instagram and go to any chick, like well, not any chick, go to like a particular chick's page, bro, and go ahead and look into her bio on IG. Go ahead and find her only fan page, bro. Mm-hmm. Find her only fan page. She gonna go ahead and she gonna charge you. To subscribe to her, bro, just, just to, to be see some friend. see some exclusive photos. Yeah, I mean, just see some exclusive photos, some exclusive photos type shit, man. Like OnlyFans, she got the cam soda on go. She got the premium Snapchat ready to go. Like, <laughs> the, like chicks are making money off of all these simp ass niggas that 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 don't know how to like talk to chicks like that, bro. Like, and well, that shit, like, but you know what? On 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 the, on the flip side, like, I can't even get mad at them because, like, at the end of the day. Like we only allow, you know what I'm saying? We only let them get away with what we allow them to get away with. You know what I'm saying? So like if 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 we allow chicks to sit there and just make money off of these simps, like we have nobody to blame but ourselves at the end You're of the day. Absolutely right. You know You're what I'm saying? So right. that, that shit crazy. Like that's just crazy to me, bro. And just to make this clear, I'm not endorsing, I'm not endorsing prostitution. I was just saying that 
in the sense I was I was angry at the time when I decided to, to trigger a couple females that I was talking to. But you're right. You're right. You know what I'm saying? So like um yeah, like the only the fan sub pages, the only the only fan pages, like women or these these specific types of women understand the game and the game is switched, right? Because like the days like social media has, has created a lot of beta dudes, a lot of beta males. I don't, like, see, that's the I, thing. I don't think they created them. I just I think, think it so. just exposed. I think it's just exposed the people to who who they really are. I don't well, think. Think, of, these, think, hmm? think of it like this. So prior to social media, right? Let, let's go back to let's go back to like when AOL first started, or or like prior prior MySpace, right? Yeah. If you wanted to talk to, especially in, in a busy city like where I'm from, like New York, if I wanted to talk to a girl, if I saw a girl on a train on a bus, down the street. To me, my only opportunity is that moment. I can never see you again. And if I think you're worth the time for me to come up to you and talk to you and tell you how beautiful you are and try to spark a conversation with you, I'm going to do it in that moment. Now, granted, I've took a lot of L's. I've walked up to girls in the train, and they, and before I even got to them, they put their hand up and said, no, you ain't the one. And I walked, I walked right back to my homies laughing at me. Right, I've, I had some wins, you know. I walked to a girl. I didn't come like, "Hey, ma, what up, ma? What up? What up, sexy?" I didn't do none of that, you know. I just started the conversation, and and it went from there. Yeah, that hardly happens nowadays because dudes, it's easy. Just swipe, swipe, swipe to the right, swipe to the right, swipe to the right. Right. All I'm doing is texting. I'm not yeah. talking. I'm texting. By the time we get to the point where we're talking, I've already established a rapport with you, whether false, false or not. Based mm-hmm. off of my texts, it's easier, right? And because it's so easy, dudes have become less creative, less um, less outgoing. It's it's more like written from a script, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which which is which is why dudes are falling for these simp ass fucking scams. Yeah, like I'm... if you're not, if that's why, dude. If you look at my Facebook page, if you look at my, I don't use Facebook anymore. But if you look at my Instagram page, you'll see probably at most 500 and something, 30, 500 some people. Those 500 some people, or maybe less than that, are people that I know, that I care about, or great, great friends or family. I would never add, I would never like, I would never comment on no random chick who's posing, posing for the gram or thotting for the gram. I would never do it. I would never give you that satisfaction of my time. I just won't do it. I would not gas you up. I do not want to be. I feel it's my civic duty as a male to not inflate you any further than the 2,000 other motherfuckers that inflated you this morning. I'm not going to do it. That's just me. I don't I don't know if I'd go that far, but I feel you. I feel you on most of the points, but like for me, like, it is not. I, I, I'd be following these chicks on Instagram. Like, not not the not the thirty thought thoughts, but I'm talking about the the chicks that's established. Like I'll follow them. I'll like some pictures. Like if I feel super compelled to, you know, what I'm saying write some, I'll write some. Like I'm not I I I'm not beneath all that. But at the same time, what I'm not gonna do, like I'm not gonna sit there and put money into your pocket. Like no 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 no, I'm not gonna do none of that. Like I'm not gonna sit there and tell my oh you the most beautiful. Like you know what I mean? Well, like money into their pocket. Your, I've I've seen some dudes write some wow some wild shit under these under these chicks <clears throat> these chicks like uh pictures and shit like that i'm just sitting there like bro like like and it'd be some it'd be some old heads it'd be some it'd be some dudes that be some muscle heads on there talking about yo me I'm, i can i can change your life you just come talk to me like hit me in the dms type shit i'm like bro y'all 
Y'all not finna Exposing get nowhere sitting at. Like, y'all making yourself wow, bro. Like, this shit looking crazy. Like a fool. Yeah, looking like a fool. I'm not gonna go that far, but I'll be like, okay, that's that shit hard. Like, like if they somewhere in, you know what I'm saying? Like, if they somewhere in, in somewhere in like a nice city, like if they somewhere in Italy, in Italy or something like that, like I've been to Italy before. So they go somewhere like that I've been to. I'd be like, oh, okay, that's that's that that spot was dope or some shit like that. I say some shit like that, but the the way these niggas be commenting, like it be blowing up these chicks' heads, man. It's just it's just the same because like that that gets to them, and then that gets to a point where like okay, yeah, they think they better than they actually are. You know what I'm saying? So it just it just be like, man, I don't know. The way I see it, the ego is the bane. Is the bane of the individual's character, mm-hmm. but an over an overinflated ego is the bane of everyone that that person comes in contact with, and mm-hmm. I stand by that, right? Because when we start inflating these people, then they project that, right? They project yeah. that that confidence that they feel like I'm untouchable. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm that shit. I'm that person. I'm that girl. I'm hot hot girl summer. All that fucking nonsense. That's them. So I just mm-hmm. refuse to be a part. I refuse to perpetuate that. I refuse to like make that or drive that that ship for them. So that's why I don't do it. But and also, huh? No, I was just about to say. Also, before I before I don't even want. I ain't even gonna cap, bro. Listen, I'm not. I'm not gonna sit there and say I'm this perfect person myself, bro. Like I've I've been to do. Listen, I ain't gonna lie. I, I went ahead. Like I seen this chick on uh, IG. And I was just like, yo, she fine, whatever. So I was like, cool, cool, cool. And I seen an OnlyFans. Like, oh, she got an OnlyFans. So I paid for the OnlyFans. Mm. One time. I paid the for the OnlyFans. One time. Tell me out, tell me out, tell me Listen, listen. I paid for the OnlyFans one time. I just wanted to see what was going on in there. I paid for the OnlyFans. Shorty took regular pictures and put that on our OnlyFans. Oh, Son. God. Yo, listen, I was so mad, bro. Like, I never, ever, ever, I ain't put no money in no other, not, never, ever, How much? ever again. How much was the OnlyFans up? I don't, I think it was like, it might have been like seven, seven to ten dollars, something like seven that. Seven to ten dollars? But you got, but, but, but look, 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 it's like a subscription. So, you, what you do is like, you, you, you pay for a subscription for like a month and then you just have access to all their pictures and whatever. So, like, every picture that I seen from Shorty, it was just nothing but like, it was like, like, like pictures, like she was, she was going on walks in the park type shit. It was, it was just some like basic Bruh. shit you could have seen on, on the on the internet. So I was like, oh, okay, like she try, she trying to scam niggas. But seven to ten dollars. That ain't. I mean, but other chicks is charged like twenty five on that OnlyFans. So it's not like that. For real, I I kind of got away with some because oh, she so really could have. Like, feel like you got a discount. Not, not necessarily a discount, but she wasn't really charging like that. That ta- like she wasn't taxing like how these other chicks be taxing. So I was just like, seven dollars ain't shit to me. So I just went ahead and paid it. But other than that, like after that, never, never again. I won't do that for nobody else. I don't care how fine you are. Like I won't I'm do that. Make shit a, I'm gonna make an OnlyFans page of just, me, <laughs> of just me taking 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 a shit in different angles. You gonna take an OnlyFans page? You probably you probably make some money me taking a shit in different angles. Hey, it, it's it's enough weirdos out here, bro. You probably make some money. <laughs> up there. I'm pretty sure somebody will pay for that shit, though. Oh man, dude, listen, man. This yeah. dude sees it, man. I feel sorry for this brother, man, for real. And and nah, like there's a lot, there's a lot don't. of dudes out there. Like, well, I mean, shit, man. You paid, you paid seven to ten dollars for only uh, only fan subs. He's a paid yeah. forty thousand dollars. Yeah, that's only, that's a whole difference. Like, I, like I got ninety nine, ninety nine, and three dollars. 
off from each other. Thousands. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I paid $7 because I can afford it. This man is working in a place where he cannot afford to keep up this 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 here lifestyle that he's perpetuating. You are giving this girl eight hundred dollars a month to go ahead and just continue talking to her. Like I tell you what, Mr. Caesar, like if you listen to me, bro, hey, quit sending this girl money. Don't text Too her late. back. Don't talk to her. Don't Too do late. nothing. Too See late. what she do. Like if Too she, late. if she, huh? It's too late. She's bought tickets. He bought the damn tickets to Mexico, Derek. He bought oh, the fucking the... tickets. He bought the tickets. He bought the ring, and he paid for the hotel. Man, and God help this man. God help this man. Bro. Too late. And she told him she didn't want to have the relationship no more. God help us all, man. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, man. Social media has created a lot of these dudes, and the women. While I I feel that women should be empowered to do whatever they want to do. I'm all about I'm but, pro women, but here's the thing: equality here's, and all that stuff. But I feel like they are abusing this. I think most of them are abusing the system, and it, it falls on these guys, these good dudes. Caesar, but here's the thing: what system are they abusing? What what system are they abusing? Because at the end of the day, we letting them get away with this. You know what I'm saying? Like they can't abuse nothing that we not allowing them to abuse. Listen, like let abuse women. You know what I'm saying? Like, women if, if they, since the dawn of time, since the dawn of time, whether you want to believe it or not. Women have been smarter than men, hands down. Period. Okay. That's that's no cap. Women Thanks. have been smarter than men. While we we may have we may have dominated because of physical stature and the way we oppressed women, whatever have you, women have always been the emotionally and intelligently intelligently more capable than we are. Right? Yep. And they're not stupid. Right, they know they know what's going on. They know how to they know how to trigger us. They know how to get us to do what they want to do. Right, they know that they they know that you know their bodies can be used as a commodity because men are dumb. We're dumb. Caesar was fucking dumb. He saw a young, vibrant female with a nice body, and he fucked over forty grand. I was dumb. I saw a young, vibrant female, and I bought some fucking Russell Stover's candy some goddamn flowers, a fucking teddy bear, and I stayed outside for three fucking hours in the fucking cold. You were dumb. You fucking spent $7, nigga, for a fucking OnlyFans stuff. Whether it was whether it was 40 grand, a couple of items, or OnlyFans stuff, we got finessed. At some point in time, we all got finessed. And that's yeah, why I say it's the I'm time sorry. difference. Mm. It's the time difference too, because like, yo, even though we we me and you got finessed once, we didn't allow oh, that no, to continue after I that. I took a lot of L's. I took a lot. I'm, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, you took a lot of L's from a lot of different people. But what I'm saying is, if you continue to have that L coming from the same place, that's the issue. That's the issue that I'm having. Mm. You keep taking the L from the same person over and over again. That's over with. Like we're not going for that, bro. Like you shouldn't have been going for that. And now you looking like a fool because now you on national TV taking looking like a simp. Yeah, looking like a crazy man. And it's like, nah, bro. Like you, you yo, I don't know what to say. I, I don't know what to say to that man, bro. Yeah. I don't know. You know what, man? Like, like I said, my heart, my heart goes out to that man, man. My heart goes out to all the other men out there. I could, if I could just do a PSA, PSA. 
to all the men out there, here's what I would honestly say. I would honestly say, brothers, hear me clearly. Whether you're 5'2 or 6'4, you are valued, right? You have the tools, the intangibles to make you um, worthy and desirable to every to, to women out there. If you can't find somebody within your immediate area that fucks with you, then take your show on the road. It, it can be as simple as going from New York to New Jersey. It can be as simple as, or it can be as extravagant as going from, from Georgia to Germany. Take your show on the road, right? But don't sell yourself short. Um, don't, don't put yourself in a scenario where you feel like you have to like overcompensate for your character, for your personality. And that's what, that's what we see here. You know, Caesar overcompensated for his personality. And like you said before, you know, maybe he got played, maybe he got, you know, like took some L's by women in his local area and felt like maybe what I have to do is to up the ante. And by upping the ante, it's $450 for flowers in the car. It's, it's $800 a month. It's tickets to Mexico. It's, it's a ring. It's um, a hotel in Mexico. It's $40,000 over five years. Don't sell yourself that short. Um, there's a woman out there for you that's willing to, to accept you exactly you, as you are. And to the rest of them, fuck them. Fuck them, fuck them to hell. Fuck Say that one more time, man, for the fuck folk back, man. high and fuck them low. Fuck yes, the monkey, raggedy and looking ass, fucking scallywags. Fuck them. Oh, stupid fuck ass bitch. Jenny for fucking wasting my three hours. Fuck you, Keisha, for sharing my motherfucking candy. And God fuck damn. all y'all that fucked me over in the fucking past. Man, you heard that nigga. Shit, well, I'm going to just talk to the fellas right quick, man. Fellas, I feel like we got to go ahead and we got to stick together, man. Fellas, like, if y'all see y'all youngins, right, put your hands on them. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead and give them a word, man. Go ahead and teach them, like, teach them the game. Teach them right. Don't, don't, don't let these kids go out there and uh, have to fend for themselves, like, in, in terms of, like, if you can if you can give them proper game, like if you've been through something and you have some information that you can pass down to them, pass it down to them because that's what this world is about. We get information, we learn new things, and when we learn the things, we pass it down to the younger generation so they can build off of that, and then they can go ahead and make something, create something, and then they can pass it down to the next generation so they can make something better than what they made, right? So if you are, let's say you you good with talking to women, you good with, you know what I mean, you good with uh I guess like showing showing women how to, you know, be comfortable or just the, the woman to male interaction. If you good with that, yo, teach your man how to, you know what I'm saying, finesse that situation. Because if your man goes out here and does and turns into a little Caesar, like not only does it look bad on him, it looks bad on the homies too. Cause mm. guess what? The homies is out here like, yo, like, like people gonna start asking questions like, yo, who, like, who, like, like, whose man's is this? Whose man's is this? Whose man's is this, right? So, like, if <laughs> if if your man's if they point at you, and then they're looking at you like, yo, like, your man's out here acting wild. Like, why you ain't you gotta, you correct, cap, shorty? You got cap for your why you ain't, why, why you ain't correct, dude? Like, you cap for your boy. Now you get yeah, like now you gotta disown him. 
It's like, damn, that's, that's tough, bro. You got to disown your man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, but the, the moral of the story is, man, just make sure you, like, you know what I'm saying? You, 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 you bring game down to the, to the, to the, to the YGs so they better equipped for the world, man. And that's all I got to say, bro. Hey, preach. Preach, yeah, man. man. This was a great, this was a great episode, man. Touching on a lot of topics. I, I feel like, um, I feel like there's nothing, there's nothing we can do. What can we say, man? I want to start, I want to start a GoFundMe. I want to start a GoFundMe for Caesar to get this man 40 grand back. Why not? No. I want to start a GoFundMe for Caesar. He got to take it. Nah, nah. It's too late for homie. He got to take that. Nah, man. He got to take the L. Because if he he ain't got no fucking job, he ain't got no job, he got no house. He do got a job. That man working at the nail salon, bro. He he working he at the people salon. money. He been borrowing money. That man been owing people money. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm not giving that man no dollar for me, bro. Oh, man. He gonna have to kill to talk to his homies, bro. Listen, man. To all my seasons out there, man, keep your head up. Um, nah, man. Nah, keep your money. <laughs> That's what you need. You need to keep your money, bro. You, you need to head 